0: And now enjoy this free JZO Modcast Show.
1: Hello and welcome to My Public Life as an American Nerd. On today's show, we're going to be talking about 2023 in pop culture and other minor events. We're going to take a review, take a look back at the year, some of the crazy stuff that happened, some of the bigger stuff that happened, and then we're also going to kind of break down some of our favorite pop culture events of the year. Um, then after that, we're each going to be naming our top, uh, our person of the year, which is really exciting. I'm really excited for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. And also... Couple of things that we're anticipating for 2024, um, and by we, I, I'm Kevin, um, and joining me today, as usual, is my son Elijah. What's going on?
2: Nothing. Excited to play Cyberpunk. Hopefully later tonight.
1: Hopefully, hopefully later tonight. And of course, it wouldn't be my public life as an American nerd without Mr. Christian Nakorda. How you doing today?
3: Yeah, uh, bam, bam bam. We're gonna re- we're gonna replace that with the real audio. What's
1: up, guys? Yeah. <laughs> you have your you have your soundboard ready with your buttons and stuff that's my morning morning dj i love that for your morning drive that's what people (laughs) should be listening to this in the mornings on their drive to work and joining us today we have a very special guest you all know him you all love him he hasn't been on the show for a while but it's nice to have him back nickish welcome back to my public life as an american nerd
0: Ah, zip, boop, bap. My soundboard is fried. I spilled my drink <laughs> all over it.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, we – um. so, yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for checking out the show. Wherever you're listening, make sure to like and subscribe, leave comments, share with your friends. We really, really appreciate all that. That's how – you can help us out the most here at My Public Life as an American Nerd, and we love you forever if you do that. Um. So – Nickish and Christian um, are going to be so we we did do our top five movies of the year last week. Nickish uh, unfortunately had to miss that show, but he's on today's show, so he's going to be talking about his five favorite movies of the year. And Christian has a couple amendments to his top five movies of the year that we're going to talk about as well. Um, they've seen he's seen a couple movies since we did that list. I saw one. I saw Wonka. It was good. It was great, but it probably wouldn't crack my top 10 so I'm okay with that though it was still really good it's still a lot of fun um but um but yeah I'm excited to hear from these two what their favorite movies of the year were but first let's talk about 2023 the year in review I don't know what you about you all but it feels like it's been a crazy year we're at that point. this year now between christmas and new year's where like nothing makes sense like it's just a complete like my diet over the past week has just been like
2: i feel like buddy the elf
1: right just Mm -hmm. like eating sugar with everything chocolate pouring syrup on everything my body craves it it needs it um but it's a good pellet cleanser for 2023 because it feels like it's been a bump not a bumpy ride not a bad ride per se we had a lot of stuff happen this year just an interesting ride just an interesting ride just an interesting ride so if you had to give like a
3: slogan or like a motto to like oh 2023 like 2023 boop 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 like what like maybe mine would be 2023 fuck you or like <laughs> you know, yeah okay you know i you know? feel like that's appropriate um maybe like a family family like 2023 good riddance
1: um, but
2: 2023 <laughs> not my favorite indie game just in real life.
1: Yeah, that, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Nikki, yeah, having 20
0: 2023. This one's explosive. Uh oh. 2023 that applies, that applies in multiple spots. Yeah, that's awesome. That used to be the old Chipotle. It is <laughs>
1: 2023 the year of King the Conqueror. Oh, um, that's my person yeah. of the year. You spoiled it. I know. I just <laughs> spoiled it for you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh
3: Spaghetti. Uh,
1: we're going to talk about that briefly. So all these events, there's a lot of stuff that happened that I kind of want to talk about real fast. Um, and again, you all chime in if anything kind of pops out at you and you're very, very interested about it. Um, and also, if any of these events particularly happen to be your favorite things of the year, Shout it out. Let us know what you think about it. Um, or if it's not on this list, feel free to let me know. So, first, we started out this year on a crazy note when an Avenger got run over by a snowplow. Mr. Whoops. Jeremy Brenner, literally, it was the very beginning of 2023.
3: Wow, that um, um, oh, damn!
1: Hawkeye himself got run over by a snowplow. It was pretty crazy news to wake up to. It was like, I wasn't even, did, I can't remember if I think it happened towards the evening time uh, that the news came out. But He's okay. He survived, made a full recovery. He's running around, walking around, doing his Hawkeye thing, shooting bows and arrows. If He's
3: there doing- was any of the Avengers that I would hear got ran over by a snowplow and I would be worried about the snowplow, it was Jeremy Renner. Oh, 100%, sure.
1: 100%. Like, <laughs> 100%. He was the only I, I, person.
3: Like, is the snowplow okay? Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> I want to see Spider-Man yeah. or the Hulk. I would.
1: Uh, well, I don't point. know. I'm talking
3: about the actual yeah. human being, like Jeremy Renner is a is a seems to be a very capable, yeah, man. Yeah, so, he I can handle know.
0: a snowplow, as yeah. proven
1: now. One hundred percent. He took on the snowplow. Possibly Chris yeah. Evans. I agree. I agree. Um, this also seems to be the year that Pedro Pascal fever really, really hits. So, The Last of Us came out earlier this year. Started a sudden whole
2: depression, sudden
1: depression, but it started the the Pascalessence, right? Like, everyone loved Pedro Pascal after The Last of Us. Like, people knew who he was before, people loved him in you know, Game of Thrones, Mandalorian. Um, I but he was
2: in Game of Thrones.
1: yeah, he was in Game of Thrones. Uh, even the year last year, we also got him in um, what was it? The uh, what's the Nicolas Cage, The Unbearable? Oh, Wade? yeah, that was, that was so good, mm-hmm. that was fantastic. But it felt like this year really kind of pushed that, right? Like he hosted Saturday Night Live. He was kind of on the top of everyone's list of just most favorite person on the planet. And it all started with, or it all kind of, Came to be with the last of us. Like the last of us brought that daddy energy, right? Like that's what it was. Like that's what brought it to the world. Um, we all love Pedro Pascal here. Um, it's true though, it's true. Uh I've, he's still doing great for himself. This is also also is the year where a lot of people found out that Pedro Pascal was not in the Mandalorian outfit for like 90% of the Mandalorian. Um, I don't know. We had a chance. Know I know. Well, when we talked to Brendan Wayne, who's the main guy in the suit, last year at Rose City Comic-Con. The
2: non-stunt guy. Yes.
1: Yeah. Last year at Rose City Comic-Con, we found out, but it seemed like it kind of blew wide open this year. I heard a lot more people talking about it, a lot more people discussing it. Um, But either way, Pedro's kind of the voice of Mando, right? Like, he's kind of become synonymous with the Mandalorian. Uh, And um, yeah, we don't hate him because of it. It's just, uh, you know... Everyone has to figure that he's not going to be on set every day. That'd be a lot of money. Um, We also had, listen, I know we're all fans of this person. We all love her. You know, she came out, you know, hit me baby one more time. You know, who doesn't love that song? Britney Spears came out with her tell all book. As far as I can tell, I did not read it. As far as I can tell. did. Did you really?
3: I listened to the whole thing.
1: Oh, how was it? Uh, I mean, um yeah. it
2: was very uh
1: good it was very telling. It was I want to cool. read it. Don't don't take that like I didn't want to. I yeah. just
2: I haven't found the time or money. Yeah, I
1: I listened to
3: it at the gym while I was playing basketball the whole time. Um, it oh, was, was it pretty,
1: pretty, pretty
3: good, pretty, pretty easy to listen to. Yeah, it was all it was all on TikTok. So I didn't even <laughs> have to like some guy just like, rub. yeah, it was cool. Um, Because also Michelle Williams, I think did the audiobook for it. So it was, oh, did like, really, she really, really easy to listen to? Uh, I
1: didn't know that. Um,
3: yeah. I love so. Michelle Williams. Uh, a, lot of, a
1: lot of stuff.
3: Like, man, like you really like look back and it's like to, to put such a young person through so much you know and for them to have to just go through all that and to become a cash cow for like you know a company or to you yeah. know
1: that
3: sucks that's yeah. rough man so
1: it does 100 but yeah uh, i've heard good things about it i'm certainly excited to check it out sometime um so this next thing is was my favorite moment of the year um just because it kind of brought everything i loved into one thing and that's uh everything everywhere all at once sweeping the oscars this year oh, um, yes. that night was i mean nick as you were here we had like a little oscar party it was a lot of fun but um, hoi kwan winning that oscar for best actor was just unbelievable even you know him and brendan Fraser both winning that night was amazing but everything, every all at one, just sweeping the Oscars like it's just—I don't want to call it a little movie, but it was kind of the little movie that no one thought was gonna make it this far. Um, you know, a lot of people thought it was too weird for the Academy. They would, there's no this way it would be best weird picture.
2: indie movie that again nobody thought would have amounted to anything. Yep. But just like Spider Verse, it became like this big pop culture phenomenon. Fem- I can't even. Phenomenon. There we go. Yeah, Thank no, you.
1: phenomenon. I mean, listen, it's as little as its producers, right? Anthony and Joe Russo. So, I mean, take with that as you will. But that was an awesome moment in pop culture history in general. I think that movie made made history, especially for Asian American representation in film and stuff like that it was massive and it was huge and it meant a lot to a lot of people i know you all are fans of this movie what did did you we watched it all together what what did you guys think of that moment when not only when K. hoi e. khan won the oscar but when the movie itself won best picture was it it was a shock right i mean not not in a bad way but like we all wanted it to but did you guys expect that to happen i mean me being a big fan of the black adam movie last year i was really really
3: <laughs> pulling for uh, <laughs> I, it was emotional, man. Like that Oscar night, like just to see, like, especially, especially you know, with Michelle Yao and like for, for all of them being in the industry for so long and like finally getting like this, like huge night of recognition uh, for seem like, it felt like it was more of recognition of like a lifetime <laughs> achievement too, on top mm-hmm. of like this just fantastic movie, but like all of the contributions they've made to Hollywood um, it, you know, it warms your heart, and it also—it's just—I'm like happy to see them in a lot of other projects this year too. Yeah. To like oh, see yeah. Loki season two, you know, to see Michelle and a bunch. Oh, was of you're so good in too.
1: that.
3: Um, so that that's good. You know, it's not just like a, a like a Go damn me. big movie, and then we don't get to see them ever again. Like, so I, I'm glad that it opened up more doors for them because they deserve. Yeah, it. it was
0: great. It was fantastic. Definitely a highlight of my year as well. Was mm. just the entire uh Oscar party we had. Uh, kind of of like the tone of that oscars was pretty solid um you know it was just i think having that landslide what i wasn't unexpected because we all wanted it you know right right but it was so like deserved that it felt really good to actually see something like that and i feel like it's also one of the movies that like everybody saw for once you know and really connected to and liked instead of like this like kind of oscar baby usual yeah. thing it would go for in previous years
1: yeah absolutely 100 percent um yeah that was an amazing moment. what were you gonna say nothing okay cool yeah
2: um, i
3: think like that's a huge I'm just that young. brings up because i think it's always like this contentious thing of like who like this was easily like everybody's like we can all agree like we're we're all behind this movie we all support this like this is fantastic um it was good for hollywood it was good for and this is going to bring me to my point i i'm going to just kind of spoiler warning Mike, I it's kind of a cop out my person of the year
1: mm-hmm. um
3: it's also up in the air so it huh? might not be it might end up being an
1: actual well we'll see never mind, Interesting. Never mind. I'm, i've said too much i think i think i might be on to you but we'll figure it out when it. jamie happens.
0: lee curtis we are we're all in agreement
1: here folks we can end the podcast now person of the year i mean let's talk i mean she had a good year too right like she did that she she won the oscar she she was in the bear season two amazing that's, that's true she was
0: yeah she did actually have a great year
1: and yeah. uh she's come a long way from those yogurt commercials <laughs> oh yeah well, active yeah that's true that's true all right guys so Moving from one Oscar winner to another, one of my all-time favorite movies, and this isn't even being jokey or whatever, like I absolutely adore this movie. It won Oscars years ago, 25 years ago to be exact. It won Best Picture. Uh, Of course, I'm talking about James Cameron's Titanic, which celebrated its 25th anniversary this year. Um, And, you know, alongside that, we had a tragedy involving... The Titanic. Um,
2: I wouldn't go that. So but.
1: so first first uh, listen. I think I've told this story before. Like Titanic wasn't like it's truly truly one of my favorite movies of all time. I absolutely adore it. I will watch it. Whatever they released a 4K. Have not gotten the 4K yet, but I look forward to watching it because I hear it's amazing and it's incredible. Um, but I was working at the theater at the time this movie came out. Um, my very first job. My very first like two weeks on the job. I remember hearing the fervor around Titanic. Everyone was like, it's going to flop. No one's going to go watch this movie. It's going to be the most expensive flop in film history. Sure enough, we know what happens. It quickly, quickly becomes the highest grossing movie of all time. Um, still is considered in like the top three, right, of the highest grossing movies of all time. Damn. Um the movie was an absolute nightmare to work, but I was glad I worked it because it was just it. Listen, first job, like it was it was insane, man. Like, I just remember I had nightmares looking into the lobby and just people everywhere. We didn't know what it was. No one knew it was going to be. They had to send us extra prints because they were like, they only sent us like one print. We showed it in the big theater. That thing was selling out like hotcakes. So like the next day, this was back when it was all on film, too. So you had to put them all together. So you had the oh, big wheels, you had to <laughs> yeah. build them. Um, that was just a whole a whole weekend uh whole weekend nightmare, but absolutely fun. Um, but anyways, celebrated twenty-fifth anniversary and of course this year the Titan submersible situation, which we uh
0: (sighs) (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Right in time for the anniversary, they dropped another one. Isn't that crazy? I it like was a name. great, it was a great month for memes. I'll tell you that much. You know, it was a couple of little sad moments in there,
1: mm-hmm. especially the kid uh, who didn't know. even who didn't even want to go. You know, the kid was like, "Yeah, yeah. A, a know, primary like, a sad one, that yeah. yeah, yeah. He went to make his dad happy. It was his birthday too, and like he dad wanted to do something with him, so he took him out on this Titanic submersible, which was controlled with a video game controller. The high nah, um, batteries.
2: Listen, That thing looked crazy.
1: It did. It, it did. looked like
2: it went to the PS2.
1: It really did. And listen, you're going to go down to the Titanic. That was only one person I trust, and this isn't a joke, James Cameron. If you're going to go genuinely. down with somebody, buddy, genuinely like, consult that guy, talk to that guy. Do not go near the Titanic unless you are in the same submersible as James Cameron. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a tragedy. It's sad, but it's also like... They weren't very smart about it to begin with. And obviously the company's more at fault than anyone else for not making sure everyone was safe and not making sure if we can do something like that, you have to be on top of your game. I know multiple lawsuits have been filed, uh, you know, and this is also one of those things where, look, guys, like we all love, you know, our jobs. We like to think that we're not disposable, that we are, you know, they love us for us, and they're not going to replace us with anybody. The day after this happened, they already had an ad in the paper in LinkedIn or whatever for a new submersible captain after the gentleman passed away who was the professional in the field. Um, I don't know. Take that with you will. But um, yeah, it's a tragedy all
2: around. Underqualified.
1: Underqualified. Yeah. And the whole thing is like those things were were made in Seattle earned everett mm-hmm. so like there's a big like connection there um to like the pacific northwest and stuff like that i was in seattle actually working when it all went down and the news was all over the place over there. i know it was all over the place everywhere but like yeah, had news vans even by the areas where i were like just like talking about it and stuff like that it's crazy um so let's jump to probably the biggest i mean the biggest pop culture phenomenon in decades, like in years. And of course, I'm talking about Barbenheimer, which is going to go down in history as one of the most interesting fascinating. I know we've talked about it to death on this podcast, but it's still like, they're going to look at this in 10 years and be like, Barbenheimer, man, that was insane, right? Like, You're going to talk about that in film classes. They're going to talk about that. Studios are going to be talking about this forever, right? They're forever going to have to, to try to replicate this. It'll never happen, right? It has to happen organically. Um, but of course, we all love Barbenheimer. Uh, Christian, we talked about it last week, me and Nickish. We went to go, we did our Oppenheimer Barbie double feature on the same day. Christian did it on the same weekend or same day.
3: Uh, same weekend. It was Comic Con okay. weekend, so it was just not gonna. Gotcha. I wasn't gonna sacrifice a whole day uh, to do Oppenheimer. But yeah, yeah, we'll
1: understandable. Um, it was a good time. We repeated Bar- Barbenheimer this past. Was it this weekend or the weekend before? Oh, really? Well, we we watched Barbie because it was on Max finally, yeah. and um, well, actually, we watched Barbie and then we watched the first hour of Oppenheimer. Then two days later, we watched the second hour of Oppenheimer. Mm. Then two days later, we watched the third hour of Oppenheimer. And one thing, that movie plays out perfectly in hour chunks. Like, it's a perfect three-act structure, by the way. Like, it's insane how perfectly it lined up. Like, Cassie was, because she hadn't seen it, and she was like, this is just like watching a TV show, the way it's, like, structured. Like, an hour, pause it, then go back to it an hour later. It's like another episode, and then an hour later is the finale. It's insane how he did that. Um. But yeah, man. I mean, do you guys foresee this happening again? Like, uh, no, this is—it's too. It was too many. It's like a,
3: a like Home Alone, right? It was like too many perfect things that had to happen in order for Kevin to be left. And his parents and in Paris. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's an impossibility and it's never going to happen again. Like, sure, you can have two opposing movies that are like, oh, it's so funny that these two movies are releasing. But for them to be, like, the quality of movies that Oppenheimer and Barbie were, those are fantastic films yeah. on their
0: own. Yeah, right? With the fan hype around that. And that's the yeah. other thing. You cannot generate that. No. You know, studios that can't real. generate that. Yeah. It's entirely fan-made. It's yeah. a, a product of the viewers. So... You know, it's like I don't think either would have been successful. Well, they would have been, but not, not as successful. Not the fans
3: Rallying, it was absolutely. a perfect storm of of like, yeah, and we were lucky enough to be alive while it happened. So
1: absolutely, one hundred percent. I think the bear with Remembered for a long time. Um. So now on to uh, some Lucasfilm stuff. Um. Mm. So we got uh, Indiana Jones says farewell to the world with Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and. Ahsoka Tano got her own show this year with Ahsoka. Um, So one of them, so we did... Nikish, have you watched Indiana Jones yet? I haven't even watched Ahsoka.
0: Okay. Which is a a big part of my list today is that I have been... Uh, almost allergic to the blockbusters that i so love you know that i'm surrounded by (laughs) i hear you no so i I think
3: with ahsoka you'll be okay um especially if if you're like a clone wars fan i think you'll you'll be
0: definitely i just i don't know it's like something that i'm almost unwilling to put time aside for right now (laughs) i
1: I get it though
3: no like that whole thing of like all of these you know, I, especially, you know, somebody that was so invested in the MCU. I'm talking about me, you know, with mm-hmm. the, the big downfall of it. Um, it's hard. Like, I still haven't gone out and seen the Marvels. Um, I haven't seen Loki season two. I've seen two, an episode,
1: you know. Loki um, season two yeah. was fantastic. And I do I think. That marvel's got more shit than it should have i actually saw the marvels yeah i thought it was great i thought it was good i had a lot of fun. yeah
0: i just and no. i'm just gonna hint at this right now because i've been hit by so many good things this year oh that yeah. it's almost been like a revelation of like love for movies and television again
3: yeah. and i'll yeah. talk about my examples later but i'm like
0: whoa this thing i love is
3: cool I I think that also ties into like what I ultimately I'm going to say about like person of the year because like I think there like this the, it, that's a very important aspect I think of like entertainment this year mm-hmm. um is like that rejection of like what we've been told um you know is is supposed to be like you know I, I think this was this was a year where we like we got to to you know tell Hollywood like actually this is what we like you know, and this is what we're doing. Yes, do. So 100%. you can take your fast X, you know, and we're going to be over here with Barbie. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. We're going
1: to get, we're going to get more to that in a little bit here. Um, But first, did you, do you guys have anything to say about, well, Indy, listen, I, I, overall, I enjoyed it overall. I thought it was good. I still think it's probably one of my most disappointing movies of the year, even though I loved it because I was expecting a little bit more, um, but that's okay. Um, I still really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, it was a good send-off for Indiana Jones as a character, um, and of course, you know more Indiana Jones is never a bad thing. Even Crystal Skull, not a huge fan, but I'll watch it if it's on. Um, did you either one of you guys have anything to throw in about Ahsoka, real quick?
2: Wow. Uh, it, it's good. It gives a good send-off to characters.
1: Cool. Uh, yeah,
3: it's 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 definitely a good watch. Um, obviously, it's a beloved character um, in the hands of a beloved storyteller um also dave filoni was given kind of creative oh yeah reigns over at uh lucas so which is in my opinion something that should have happened a long time ago um i think that can take a little off of uh kathleen kennedy's shoulders you know what Absolutely. I, mean. um, I think that will also hopefully bring peace to a lot of star wars fans <laughs> if you're a filoni fan or I so is that, is yeah, that star wars fans
1: yeah exactly oh man so so half of you- them them, exactly. i mean
2: uh, i think that disney's been doing pretty poor job with how they've handled star wars and marvel mm-hmm. especially within recent years with the movies at least
1: yeah well you know they're working on it they're figuring things oh, out and we can't
2: forget about book of boba fett
1: no, we can't, but you know what? Like the thing about like, you know, putting all the blame on Kathleen Kennedy for Oh that, no. That it's, that it's if not, no, I on know, I know, I know. But it's like that, but that's what people have been doing and it's like it's I not, will I'll also
3: say yeah. we've also gotten some of the best Star Wars ever True. um through the Disney stuff. So I I'm not like oh Disney Star Wars, like oh no, it's you know, like Andor is, is easily the greatest thing that Star Wars has put out, in my yeah, opinion. It, you but know, you apparently. can see like the How you, you watch the Clone you, Wars? You, So Andor is the greatest thing that Star Wars has. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Clone Wars. I'm in for a heavy debate. Yeah. (laughs) No, but you seen Andor? That's the question. So, because yes, I have seen Clone Wars. So that's.
2: I've been waiting for you. For me, what? Andor.
1: I know. I know. We're gonna watch Andor, <laughs> but no, I, I see what you mean. It's like the MCU has like you just mentioned, you know, about the MCU. You've seen the steady decline of it. And I yeah. really thought Yeah. yeah. So like for you're me, totally right. Yeah, it you started know, for like, me with Ant-Man and the Wasp and Quantumania. Yeah, for, or, yeah uh, especially right.
3: the Marvel stuff. It's the most disappointing. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. It's hard, it you know.
1: It really is.
3: Um go ahead. No, yeah, and oh. you're right, Eli, because like the, the Star Wars stuff is like it's so it's either like whoop or like you know what I mean yeah. like you got the Andor's you've got the Ahsokas and then you've got the Book of Boba Fett um, and I also feel like Mandalorian season three was kind of right in the middle there
2: um, the sequel trilogy was good except for eight and nine yeah. They <laughs>
0: the sequel setup. trilogy was good except for two of the three is what yeah, you're yeah and then i but think that's one of the best movies okay made. guys we can do this all day right? <laughs> star wars <laughs> yeah, was so not all this year
1: no yeah, a, yeah exactly um so let's talk about some games that came out this year we got uh tears of the kingdom and super mario wonder came out for the switch two amazing games um kind of just you know reinvigorated i mean uh, well obviously zelda was reinvigorated with breath of the wild to the kingdom the sequel is just as good if, if not better than breath of the wild we also have spider-man 2 we also have um star wars jedi survivor ah, that, that came out sense. as well um and also Baldur's gate 3 takes home game of the year award at the game awards um so please just real quick, if you guys want to bring up anything that was on that list or any games that I that, that you guys really want to talk about real quick that need to be mentioned.
2: The finals.
1: The finals, okay.
2: The, yeah. It's an amazing... Baldur's 3, yeah, great Father's game. game. Father's 10 out of 10.
0: 3, yeah. You know, Dungeons & Dragons can't go wrong. Can't I get go. to smooch a bunch of people, you know. So, of course, you got Game of the Year. Cyberpunk, really...
2: if you want to do that.
0: You can That's do a whole lot
2: and just smooch. <laughs>
0: now I'm a magic boy and I'm smooching everybody I love. That being said, I do think it's crazy that it won over Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom is like twenty different games.
1: It is. It's turned into one game, and it's I'm still. Crazy. I'm like seventy hours in, and I'm still not even like. I'm still not even like halfway done with the main like game. Like it's insane.
0: It's so it's so freaking big. It's such a good game. But I mean, I'm not mad about Baldur's Gate. That's a that's a good game
3: too, y'all. It's yeah, a good a game. game,
0: it's a good year for games, I feel like. I well, don't know.
3: Yeah, re- I think especially after the last couple of years with the whole debacle of like getting the consoles in people's hands and like games not really releasing on a normal schedule. Like I feel like we're back at like getting these, like especially now, like you know, where we've gotten a lot of like towards the end of the year and like just these big exciting announcements. I think like my favorite video game thing this whole year was the gta trailer like that oh, yeah, GTA that, yeah GTA. got me like super stoked for that
1: so yeah and we also got uh, alan wake 2 which i hear a lot of great things about That came out and that really you know a lot of people have been talking about that so i'm really excited to play that one um so yeah those are some of the, the big game events this year um so we have one lady that took the world by storm this year She uh, came out with a a concert movie. Her tour is just, just tore things up like everywhere. She started dating a football player. Um, Suddenly everyone's watching football again. Uh, Of course, (laughs) I'm talking about Taylor Swift. Um, Listen, we've talked again, this is another person we've talked about ad nauseum on this podcast, um, but she really did do things her way. Um, And the Christian, I like the way you put it. She is punk rock. Like she, did her own thing. She's away from the studio system. She didn't, she released the movie on her own. Um, all of that money for that movie goes to her. Like it's just, it's just insane. Like just crazy. Like, ah, oh, good. I, the business sense to, to be able to do that is just blows my mind. Um, but yeah, she took the, the world by storm. Beyonce also came out with the concert film, which I think a lot of, you know, I don't know. I didn't really hear as much about that as I did people going to see the Eras tour and kind of that whole phenomenon that happened with that. Um, but I'm very curious to see Beyonce's. I haven't watched the Eras tour either. Uh, have you guys watched the, there
3: tour? was on TikTok both ends of the thing. And I think the really fun thing about Beyonce's tour was um, her daughter was like a big part of it. Um, yeah. Like there was like this whole dance thing with her. It was really, really sweet. Yeah. yeah. And really, Blue Ivy, I think, is her name. And it was just really, really cute. Um, Really wholesome, I think, on both ends. Um, I know also, since they both had movie releases, uh, they talked with each other, and they were like, you know, I think it's really important that we both show up to each of each other's red carpet to, like, show everybody that it's not we're not fighting. They're trying to pit us against each other, and, Mm -hmm. like, we're not about that. And I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, And so, uh, next up. We got the strikes, man. It's the year of the strikes. Psych like After a WGA both went on historic, historic Hollywood strikes. I mean, I think the longest they've ever been on strike before. Um, shut down Hollywood. Like everything just shut down. Uh, you saw studios kind of try to figure out what to do, right? Like it's, uh, they couldn't promote any movies. So they had to push a bunch of stuff back. You had movies like Dune 2, which was due out this month. But they had to push that back because of the lack of, you know, um, uh, uh, blah, 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 promotion and stuff that stars couldn't do. Obviously, we were all behind the strike, uh, you know, behind them, behind the actors, behind the writers. We supported them 100 percent on this show. Still do. Um, I really, really do hope that they got everything that they asked for and that everything that, that they did. You know, I know nothing's going to be perfect. There's a lot of negotiations that had to go on to be able to get the contracts that they want, that they ended up with but I'm sure it was satisfactory enough for enough of them to be like, hey, this is good. You guys listen to us, things like that. Um, That also kind of goes back to what you said, Christian, about how us audiences are able to kind of Watch, you know, kind of pick and choose what we want to see now. Right. And I feel like the writers and the actors did that too, um, where they kind of helped us in a way, kind of get things that we really want to see made. Right. It's no longer, you know, Warner Brothers has obviously been on this path of, you know, you have things that happen like with like the Coyote versus Acme situation, um, which isn't anything new with Warner Brothers, with Zaslav, any of those guys. Um, but hopefully, you know, new contracts, things like this, it's going to be harder for studios to do that. And they're actually going to be able to make more stuff that we want to see with their new contracts and stuff. A lot of it had to do with AI and specifically the writing aspect of it. Um, So I don't know the exact details of the contract. I still don't think they made a lot of it public yet, like what they agreed on ultimately. But like I said, obviously can't be a bad thing. They obviously came up with something good that everyone can agree on. Um, So Eli wanted to... Just kind of briefly bring up, uh, we talked about Cyberpunk a little bit earlier in the show. Uh, it's more video games, but uh, Cyberpunk being like completely fixed now and playable, and people are loving it. People are digging it. It's actually a game that's two of are... the
2: biggest comebacks in gaming this year Cyberpunk and Fortnite. Yeah. Fortnite had the biggest player account that it's ever had this past couple of months. And Cyberpunk is also getting up on player account, and in... I'm pretty sure it's on Steam. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure it'd be getting up there with Baldur's Baldur's Gate. Yeah,
1: it might be in the finals.
3: You know, def- I I think that's Eli. Thank you for bringing that up. I I love CD Projekt Red. Um, I think they're, like, a fantastic company. I see, like, a lot of the same things that I love in CD Projekt Red and Larian Studios, too, the studio that behind Baldur's Gate. Um, that philosophy of, like, just maximizing the, what you put into your game, you know, taking that pride, you know, and also having that, like, open communication uh, with, with your fans. So, like, when Cyberpunk released, you know, under all that pressure, obviously released way too early. You know, that was a real bummer for all of us that's wanted to see a really good game. But to see the studio, you know, three years, four years after the game's release, still supporting the game, still working on the game, still developing the game. It's huge. It's huge. Because not everybody's paying attention anymore. People are still just going to remember, oh, the game that released that was all glitchy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic now, dude. Check it out. Uh, It's really good.
2: The console now is made to run. It can actually run it now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. That is very true. Um, so next we have one of my most exciting things of the year also, which I know we've had this conversation before, but listen, we are closer than ever to full UFO disclosure due to the congressional <laughs> earlier this year, man. But do I'm we really you,
2: want that?
1: We do. We do want that. I need that. Listen, as a nerdy kid growing up, someone who watched the stars all day and all night long, um, this was a huge deal for me personally, big fan of the X-Files, Big fan of all these things. It was a really, really big time for me. Um, I thought it was really cool, man. I thought they a lot of those. They showed a lot of cool footage that we hadn't seen before. Uh, they revealed a lot of stuff. Obviously, we didn't get full disclosure, but hey, I'm excited about it. Shows called "My Public Life as an American Nerd." It's nerdy. I'm all here for it. Um, so, next. Uh, we have, of course, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors has been convicted of a couple different uh, crimes, which are misdemeanors, assaults. And um, I believe the other one was um, what was the other one? A stalking. I don't know.
2: Uh, I'm sorry. Stalking. I... Or,
1: okay. Okay, um, stalking or whatever it is both of them misdemeanors uh, two out of four counts uh, and by by way of that he was dropped as Kang from the MCU um, I don't know about you guys but I wasn't really being nothing has sold me on King so far in the MCU so it's yeah. not a huge loss to me um, personally but did uh, you guys listen guessing. to
3: the audio tapes of him like talking about how important he is and yeah it yeah. was hard to hear man I that mean, was rough when
0: his text came out initially man they just read as they read as weird i don't know they read as really
3: bizarro and yeah just kind i of... i get like taking responsibility and knowing the weight of like you know that you possibly carry but then that all like you know there's that like line of like egotistical and then like taking responsibility like i remember hearing andrew garfield talking about how important it is for him to really set a standard because he's Spider-Man and, you know, kids yeah. are going to look up to him. And I thought that was, like, really commendable, you know what I mean? To know that, like, that that effect that you have, um, regardless, you know. And But that kind of was on the other line of that. Anyway, maybe sorry. it's,
0: uh, I don't know, I'm thinking maybe Silver Lining is, because my whole thing with Kang, we've talked about this before. I'm like, Kang mm. has never had a through line in the comics. He had a good run in the TV show, Earth's Mightiest Heroes which they were basing it on. And that was a solid arc in the show. But I I agree with you, Kevin. I'm like lasting impression so far. Not so much, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. 100%. So, I I mean, go ahead.
2: I feel like they could definitely reboot this with the fantastic four because originally in the comics, King is Reed and Sue's son.
1: Right no absolutely you can do something cool like that or you know i think they're just going to find a way to get rid of king altogether. yeah um, i just move on
3: just move on because who nobody really gave a shit it absolutely. was uh, it's like oh i know thanos was fucking awesome but check out this new guy king yeah gonna he's bring gonna bring make Doom as the
1: big bad right i know no absolutely so we got that um So we also have the news that Scream 7 is pretty much dead now. Scream 7 has fallen apart, which makes me really, really sad because I love Scream. I love the new direction they were going with it. But after you lose your two main stars and then you lose your director, um, who knows, uh, his quote was, uh, dream job turned into a nightmare and he had to drop it, which is kind of sad. I really like Christopher Landon's work. I was really excited to see what he was going to bring to the franchise, Um, but we'll see where it goes. Full reboot, probably. That's where I see it going, but... Who knows what's going to happen with that. Um, also got the news that E3 is done for no more Sadly. E3. E3 is done for good. The oh, so it just wasn't just this year, oh, but it's permanently no, it's, like kaput. It's done. It's no longer existing. Um, they announced that a oh, couple weeks ago. A few weeks ago. That's done. Sorry. I mean, you know, it's kind of like the, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, you have things like, uh, you know, even San Diego Comic-Con, right. Used to be the hub where all these studios would come to sell their stuff. They don't do that anymore. The studios do their own things now. Um, kind of like E3, none of the big the big game companies were coming to the show anymore. They were all doing, Nintendo was doing its direct, Sony was doing its stuff. Um, so they were like, all right, well, we can't sustain this any longer. So we're not going to be doing that. Did you guys uh, ever get a chance to go to an E3? We did not. Mm-mm. I was literally...
3: Uh, it was 2010 and um it was still when it was invitation only it was only open to like the industry and um i got to go so but and then i was there was this girl i was crushing on and like (laughs) and i'm like dude let's go to e3 i remember it was like you know downtown it's the convention center was also during the la lakers finals so downtown was crazy um, but you know we like partied we, we we had drinks and then by the time we got there it was closed like we got there and like everybody was walking out and we're like we're here i got a little drunk and then they were like uh we're
1: closed you stupid idiot and we're like oh
3: <laughs> uh, so almost got to go to an e3
1: that's cool well you didn't you know that kind of sucks man but who knows One, well no we can't do it anymore so at least you have yeah. comic-con right we have comic-con we got all these other things to do you should um, add your
2: priorities straight yeah well it's okay I,
1: I i that was my priority i was just, like,
2: just I fine yeah i did <laughs> <laughs> i
1: did yeah. and so uh just real quick two of my uh kind of favorite um moments in, in music happened this year uh the foo fighters released their first album since the passing of taylor um hawkins which was a very good album it was really deep really about you know dealing with sudden loss and mortality and stuff like that that was a really really great album and also blink 182 um took the world by storm with their new album as as you know a trio the original trio in forever Um, that album was amazing uh so many people were talking about it and um their tour which sold out this past year um they're going on tour again next year and i finally get to go I'm so excited. Yeah, congrats. Got my tickets. Um so stoked. So yeah, those two things happened this year as well. Um uh, I just kind of want to go through a list, just a really quick list of some of the names that um unfortunately of um some pretty big names that passed away this year. Um just a few of them that I kind of stood out to me uh, we lost Bob Barker this year which is crazy to think that, that we lost him this year uh, people like Tina Turner uh, Paul Rubens Michael Gambon um, you know Dumbledore uh, Tony Bennett you know he's just a classic crooner type um, two of the biggest ones for me personally this year Matthew Perry um, that one was a shocker I don't think anyone saw that coming um, obviously none of these we see coming but that one was a huge shock. shocker and Andre Brower uh, who's oh just always is one of my favorite actors just so good so funny so talented um it's just so sad to see some of these people uh go um so let's move on to so actually let's let's talk about our person of the year real fast who we would nominate as person of the year um so eli wouldn't tell me who's his is we don't know who each other's is so i'm gonna start with eli because i'm really curious what his is um because he got this really like the second i told him we were doing it he he said he already he i yeah. think he already knew he was good to go yeah. um okay so who is your person of the year for 2023
2: Ryan Reynolds Ryan
1: Reynolds okay why Ryan Reynolds
2: he brought Hugh Jackman back
1: okay as deadpool that <laughs> to life <laughs> to <laughs> he died Well, i mean kind of right technically resurrected wolverine oh my god um that's cool so ryan reynolds all right did he come out with anything this year any movies um was it spirited was this sl- year, some no, some spirit aviation gin. year. That's
3: what would what, what you say christian some aviation gin some, aviation, aviation, gin, yeah. some uh,
1: yeah. yeah it's a bunch of stuff bunch of, no, stuff, got, a bunch of stuff a
0: bunch of stuff next year i think
1: oh yeah absolutely deadpool 3 is coming out next year we got some good stuff happening yeah. next year uh, so ryan reynolds for you We like Nickish. who is your person of the year
0: I think I'm going to go last because I'm worried mine's going to be a bummer.
1: No, no, uh, It's not. Okay.
0: You know okay. I'll I, go.
1: Ahead. Remember, it could be, it could be anything. Does not have to be pop culture? I'll go
0: now. So if yeah. you guys follow up with anything silly, you know, just think about that right now. <laughs> My person of the year that I was going to choose is Bison Auda, who is a 26 year old, uh, I guess, reporter is kind of a wild mm-hmm. word she is just a person and she has been reporting from palestine throughout the entire palestinian genocide she is constantly like at risk uh you know so many reporters have been targeted and killed but she is doing on the ground reporting to tiktok instagram you know she's my age so it's kind of crazy to see it's kind of heartbreaking to see a lot of the stuff but She's my person of the year, man. She's freaking in the trenches oh. to supply information to us, and uh it's great. well, wow. now, mine feels like it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. no, but that's awesome. like yeah,, it, uh, you know. I just wanted to shout her out. you know she's in our realm
1: of yeah things absolutely. But
0: she's an incredibly important person. I wanted to shout her out.
1: Yeah, and I, I agree. I mean, reporters, like they they're literally putting their life on the line to let us know what's happening all over the world. um and I can I fully, yeah support them and yeah, no, that's um super awesome that she's over there and hopefully she comes out okay and hopefully that whole res- oh, the whole yeah. conflict comes you know, this conflict has been going on for decades, right? but like it really hit a fever pinch in October this year. um hopefully. It starts to they figure something out and ceasefire and and everything and um, that's a whole other conversation. Um, Yes, exactly, exactly. Christian, who is first? So, so mine. (laughs) I didn't want to say mine after that. So mine. So mine is actually. um, So mine is actually Tom DeLonge because um, not only you know I just talked about UFO disclosure and how much it meant to me, but he. His To the Stars um, company was a big part of that push to get that information out there. He was one of the, his company was one of the first ones to actually. Essentially, like, you know, strong arm the government into releasing a lot of those Tic Tac videos and stuff that we saw. Um, So, this kind of these hearings that happened this year were all kind of a culmination of all the work that he's done over the past few years. But not only that, but he also came out with his directorial debut this year with Monsters of California, um, which I unfortunately have not seen yet, but I look forward to it. And of course, Blink 182, uh, one of my all time favorite bands, back together again, the three of them, and they're putting out amazing music. Um, And so, he just kind of really stuck out to me as someone who just accomplished a lot this year. Like he, you know, he's even talked about the hearings and stuff and how much it meant to him that this stuff was happening. And and a lot of it does have to do with his, with him and his company and the things that he believed in. Uh, There's a song, you know, on Enema, the state, we all know it, aliens exist. He, this guy's been into this world for a long time. Um, And to kind of see all your work kind of culminate into something like this in front of Congress, like on, on TV, like it's just, Incredible. Like it's it's gotta be one of the, the coolest feelings in the world. So Tom DeLong is my 2023 person of the year. Christian, who is yours?
3: Um, I, I'm battling with this, and even as I say this right now, it's it can kind of go either way. Um, I'm gonna say two things. So I'm gonna say the person that I'm not gonna choose. Um, sometimes when you look at the Time magazine person of the year, it's not a good person. Um, mm-hmm. and one of the most fascinating people to me this year this is not my person of the year. This is just my almost George Santos. How incredibly (laughs) fascinating is this man's
1: story? Okay. Yeah.
3: Like what, like if anything, he's like completely exposed how easy it is to just lie your way to the top. Mm -hmm. And like unapologetically when everybody was like, you freaking liar. He's like, yeah, well, what are you going to do about it? I'm not leaving. (laughs) Like, whoa, like that's crazy. And like, it was this funny thing where the Republicans were like, we can have him, but we need his vote. So it's like th- this thing where they're kind of stuck in the middle of like, do we oust him? Do we keep him? It's all this thing. I'm definitely going to buy a freaking cameo from this guy because this is hilarious. Um, but that's not my person of the year because that's a bummer. Um, this year we've dealt with a lot of change, a lot of, especially in entertainment, a, mm-hmm. a lot of like the the things that we have just come to know as the normal, this is how our entertainment is. And it's all kind of been flipped on its head between the writer strike, the sack strike, between the Israel and Palestine stuff, between everything else that's been going on. It's it's my, Zaslav, isn't
1: it? No. Zaslav. My person
3: of the year. And this is a fucking cop out, but I also think this no, is awesome. Please. My person of the year is you. If you're listening to this right now and you're hearing my voice. You are the person of the year because fuck everybody that's else. Fair. Not in a way that like nobody, everybody sucks in a way that's empowering. You are more important than everybody else and your voice matters. And if you're listening to this, I hope this continues on into 2024, right? If there you've else. had a rough year of growth and change, I hear you, man. So did I, we all did, but let's keep going. Let's push through, right? This sucks. Let's make it better together, mm-hmm. right? So, you, you were the person of the year. We're I talking love- to you
1: George Santos. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, except for you George. Yeah, except for you George. Go. That was actually uh,
0: times that was times Ooh, person of the almost. year 2006, I think. George was, Santos uh,
3: was the person of no, the year. No, it was
0: uh, you. Oh, it was oh, after yeah. after YouTube was released. It was like you, the audience,
1: I you? remember that. I remember that. That's cool. that's cool. No, that's awesome, Christian. I actually really, really appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's true. You are the person of the year. Make 2024 your year, too. Go out there, do cool things, manifest positive energy. Achieve
2: all of your goals. Achieve all your
1: goals, achieve all your dreams. I know we certainly have some pretty mm-hmm. big ones to accomplish in 2024. Um, so Nickish. Um I want to talk about your top five movies of the year for 2023. Um, so if you want to run those down for us, and then uh, Christian, after that, we'll talk about your amendments to your top five as well. Um, yeah. And then we'll go from there. All
0: right. I here have a very cool list of uh, my best of this year of movies that were released in 2023. It was very difficult to choose from. This year was actually a pretty good year for movies. Yeah, really was. Um and, you know, like I said before, I have been betrayed by the blockbuster. You know, David Zaslov unfortunately, runs my favorite comics mm-hmm. and my favorite IPs. And Disney this year told me the crazy thing, which is we never used a, a script Bible for our TV shows. And I said, that makes sense, Disney. That makes a lot of sense <laughs> yes. now. Uh, so my, fav- my top five this year. Uh, we've got number five is going to be they cloned Tyrone. Okay. Uh, under the radar a little bit. I haven't but... seen it yet, but it's on the again. Such it's a good on movie. the list. Really. So good. I watched it twice. Uh, it's Jamie Foxx, It's uh, Teyana Paris. It's John Boyega. Mm. It's a great original sci-fi movie. I mean, it's beautiful. It looks great. The soundtrack rocks. It's a great plot. Nice. Uh, number four bottoms <laughs> that was uh, my number four too really nice yeah, yeah.
2: same actually yeah, i think
0: like... there's a common denominator in my movies and that's that they're all kind of weird but they all look beautiful mm-hmm. they're original
1: um i love Bottoms so much Bottom Movies
0: stopped cool. being dark this year a lot of the lighting has gotten a lot better this year mm-hmm. uh number three asteroid city um sure. i famously really like that movie this year i've watched a bunch um i know a lot of wes anderson fans are not a fan of that movie
1: um so i haven't watched it yet we haven't but we were so so wes we love wes anderson in this house like wes anderson's whatever you guys do but the french dispatch i could not get through yeah. i <laughs> really? hated. I not hate it. Hate it is a strong word. It felt like the most Wes Anderson movie ever made, but it also felt like the most pretentiously Mm. Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson movie ever made. And me and Cassie both like turned it off halfway and we were like, you weren't feeling it. We can't like again, love Wes Anderson, but just but so we've been kind of not hesitant to go back to Asteroid City Mm. to go to Asteroid City, but we've been kind of like cautiously making our way towards Asteroid City. I'll say this about Wes Anderson this year. He has had
0: a pretty solid year between Asteroid city and his, his Netflix. Yeah. Roald doll uh, short films. Yeah. Um, the Roll doll ones, they're all good, but there's certainly a couple of them that are better than the others. Uh, Asteroid city. What's really great about it. I think is that it does kind of have that approach with Wes Anderson. That is like, it could very well seem pretentious, Mm. a lot of the script almost seems pretentious, but underneath it is such like a dumb humanity. (laughs) That's like so simple. And there's so many of these moments that are just so dumb and simple. And like, you Mm -hmm. know, people are just kind of dumb that way. Yeah. Um, It's so good. It's so pretty to look at. It's got, you know, of course it's got a great cast. Uh, Recommend it. Uh, Number two is poor things hitting in the last quarter of the year. Poor Things fucks, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I'm gonna yes, say yes. Poor Things. That theater, by the way, has been consistently packed. And I know part of that is because of the time of year it's released, but a movie like that should not have an audience that big. Emma Stone mm-hmm. has draw, but there's no way, like, it's just a solid movie. It's weird. It's colorful. It looks like you're watching like an old French painting at work. That's cool. Uh, it's funny. It's like one of the best adaptations of Frankenstein I've seen. It just fucks. It, it fucks,
1: guys. I want to see it. I liked his last film. I love The Favorite. I thought The Favorite was great. Um, yeah. Or to seeing this because I love him as a filmmaker. I can yeah, I can't say his name, so I'm not trying to be rude. I just can't say his <laughs> name. I don't want to. Right. Miss- Uh, No, I
0: think it. I think it actually. I loved The Favorite. I loved uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. I'm in the middle on the Lobster. This movie fucking it it blows them out of the water. I don't know. This it's like this year is the movie they started to use bright colors, beautiful sets, beautiful costuming. Again, it's like movies want to be movies. Love it, Uh, and that brings me to my first one, and that is the
1: Holdovers. Dude, I'm so excited to see that. It comes to Peacock on the 29th. So by the time this episode comes out, it'll be on Peacock. <laughs> there you go, man. Well, I'll watch it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Holdovers is one of those
0: movies that when you start to watch it, you kind of already know the tone of it, you know what they're trying to emulate. It's this cozy 70s style film takes place in New England, you know. Mm-hmm. It's got Paul Giamatti as like a grumpy old professor and a group of kids who are I heard all- are the kids in-
1: great in it? The main kid, it's like his first movie He's
0: too. Phenomenal. He's yeah, fans. it's his first movie. Yeah. You would never think that. But he is so charming. Um, I'm forgetting the actress's name right now, but uh, it's like Divine Randolph or something. Uh, and she is the cook in the holdovers, and they're they're just on screen presence like lightning. It's a great film. It's a divine
1: joy, Randolph.
0: Yes. Uh, and I mean, it's just one of those movies you start watching, and you're like, I'm gonna watch this every Christmas. You know, or Thanksgiving. That's cool. It's great. Nice. Phenomenal. That's a tough list, man. I don't know if you guys remember, yeah. but fucking Dungeons and Dragons came out this year.
1: Yeah.
0: You know?
1: you know, I had I had movies like, you know, I had uh yeah, I had movies like Oppenheimer, Barbie, uh Godzilla minus one turned out to be my number yeah. one movie of the year. I really, really loved that one. Um yeah, it was really, really tough. And there's still movies I haven't seen, like we talked about earlier, but like I haven't watched Killers of the Flower Moon or The Holdovers um there's so many other you know netflix movie has you know netflix has my maestro um yeah. you know um they clone tyrone a bunch of movies that i'm still catching up with um but you also brought up no one can save you which you didn't bring it up right now but earlier when we were talking mm-hmm. off 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 air but um off air like we're some kind of professional radio station but whatever <laughs> um But uh, I really, really like that one, too. No one will save you. I I do plan to do a top 10, official top 10 for the end of the year. Hopefully I catch up with the movies. um, I could get that on. Um, Christian, what were some of your amendments to your top five? Um, so i saw a few movies this weekend
3: um so i just wanted to make a quick adjustment uh just to run it down really quick five sisu uh four still the cop-out Barbenheimer; three uh spider verse here's where we get the amendments two is the iron claw uh that messed me oh. up um what a rough movie man but beautifully done i can't believe i'm saying this um zach efron We got to pay attention. Uh, First of all, what that man did to his body for this movie. Incredible. Um, There was like just some really strong, powerful decisions he made, like pretty stoic, but like, there's just a couple of scenes where you're just like devastating. Like I'm just welling up, just thinking about his performance. Um, I think the prettiest shot in the whole movie is in the trailer. Um, Just gorgeous. Um, And no, my number one is Godzilla minus one. It's not even it's not even like i totally get it kevin like Mm. i completely understand what a gorgeous movie (laughs) like just just beautifully done it's very japanese it has like yeah that's like the most japanese sensibility um if you're into anime or you're used to like japanese storytelling you're going to be right at home with this um if you're more like used to western stuff i I think this will be a fun introduction um but like yeah beautiful like beautifully done i think like the stuff I'm kind of dealing with right now, like a lot of the stuff hit home for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was just really powerful um, and just well done. You know, also it was just, again, another lesson to mm-hmm. Hollywood. Um, I know that pay is different in Japan. I know like, yeah. you know, cost of things. So whatever, it is still a hundred billion dollar movie. That's still not a $300 million movie. So, or $300 million movie. So it's still affordable Hollywood. Let's learn some lessons here, but Absolutely. that's my amendment.
1: And yeah. I I I went to uh, we, we did watch Wonka this past weekend which which I thought was good it was it was a lot of fun um but um we did we watched we saw the Godzilla versus Kong, or the Godzilla and Kong trailer again for it and like after watching like minus one I because I saw that that trailer dropped the same day we watched minus one so we watched minus one then we came home and watched the Godzilla and Kong trailer like it's like how do you go back. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's very just, difficult. <laughs> it's yeah. Very it's difficult. Next to each other, why like would you too. let that
3: happen and then hand like, another one to Roland Emmerich and be like, oh, "Hey, Jesus buddy,
1: Christ.
3: let's go back to the well." Um, <laughs> I, it's not even. Let's do this really quickly. What was your least favorite film of the year?
1: Let's not say worst. Just your least favorite. Us. Uh, so, um, my least favorites. Uh, you guys go ahead, Chris or uh, Nicholas. Do you have one?
2: um
0: off the top of my head i'm not sure i have a, a least favorite immediately um i guess oh quantum was this year
1: huh
2: yes yeah it I was
1: d- yeah yeah it was that would have been on that would have been there oh Mine was an uh, Exorcist Believer, mm. to be honest. Exorcist Believer just tore my heart out. It was a pretty good year for horror, too, right? Like we had things like Saw X, we had uh Evil Dead Rise, uh, we had some really, really great kind of horror films this year. We had the Talk to Me, uh Mithrigan. We had some really, really fun stuff coming out. Um, but yeah, but uh, the
3: Exorcist.
1: And unto yeah. the Exorcist 2 fell flat. And I'm still, I'm still so, I'm still pissed off at Disney for their stupid marketing thing with the Haunted Mansion. I don't know. I know it was a Disney Plus thing, right? Like, but they released this movie in the middle of summer. That movie would have made money in November or yeah. October. Yeah, like you November. release it mid-October, that would have been a hit for Disney. But no, release it in July so that people will end up getting Disney Plus when it comes out to Disney Plus in time for
2: Halloween. They took a hit, just not yeah. the good
1: kind uh, of hit uh yeah well uh so yours was that man
0: nickish you're going with it i guess i guess I, here's the thing i when i saw ant-man i enjoyed it i didn't love it but i did mm-hmm. enjoy it i'll say the thing i least like watching this year i watched a matt rife stand-up special and that was just oh, hot geez. garbage on a garbage plate wow. i couldn't get through a, it i a got a like, good stand-up this year, too there
3: is there is a lot um but matt rife is not though He's, you like,
0: know sucked, man it was, it was a swing
3: and a miss huge swing and a miss but bro
2: like
1: it was just wild, wild. it was no, just he all was over the place yeah. that whole thing <laughs> situation what was your least favorite movie this year
2: uh either transformers or hot or oh, i forgot
1: man
3: okay uh, I don't like saying this because you know it's hard to pick I'm just kidding really? Aquaman what a piece of garbage really? um, I try not to watch movies that I know I'm not going to like but it was the last of the DCEU I ha- I wanted to see the send off I thought they were going to do something cool for the the send off here's here's my little uh, advice to everybody listening to this if you haven't seen Aquaman imagine a it. cool send off in your head there you go much better Much better than whatever (laughs) they did with Aquaman. Um, That was like about 20 minutes into it. I'm like, God dang. And I look, I thought I was like an hour and a half into it. And I was only 20 minutes in. And I was like, I think I should just leave. And then I did it. And I should have left. I would have been okay with leaving and not getting my money back. I would have been happier with the result than sitting through that entire movie. Um, wow it had moments of like there were some action scenes where were like wow that was really cool but the majority of it was just like just a I I don't normally fall asleep at movies I've slept through a lot of that movie um I would just wake up like oh, cool <laughs> <laughs> um
1: just a occasional what um all right. <laughs> So Ant Man, um, not Ant Man, Aquaman, whatever—they're both the same thing to me. Um, don't, don't don't watch either one of them if you're not. They're, they're you know it, harmless entertainment. Um, I, I know, um, but they were weren't great. Uh, Quantumania was put you know, it on the background. If you find yourself exactly. getting caught
2: by it, then you exactly. Do you.
1: Um, and you know, one thing I did notice this year too is specifically with the with the uh, the failure, quote unquote failure of movies like the Marvels and uh, uh, Aquaman. Uh, particularly um, people it's odd to me when people cheer like people failing right like the truth of the matter is as much as we don't you know a lot of people are sick of these comic book movies and stuff we need these movies to succeed in order to get the movies we want to watch if these movies don't succeed then we don't get the cool things that we want to see so um, the fact that people are out there cheering a lot of these this failure of the superhero movie is kind of ridiculous to me that's just me but you know Some of them aren't great. I understand that. I get that. But the fact that people are over here like, like we told you, like an all female fronted superhero movie wouldn't work. Ha ha ha. But it's just dumb. It's just dumb. So just get over yourselves, get over it and whatever. Um, But yeah, I mean, it does suck that these movies are failing, but you know, again, start making really cool. Super history, then people will go. Um, So just real quick. We do, we do. Let's just wrap it up real quick. What we're going to do for this last one is just kind of, I don't know if you guys have anything you guys did this year or you guys are really kind of excited just to talk about real quick, but I got a couple of things I want to bring up and then we're going to just quickly bring up something we're really excited for next year, whether it's a movie game or something like that. Um, I'll go first this year. We got to cover, you know, we did a couple of cool events. Um, I think I'm going to talk for me and Eli both. He'll probably chime in in a second, but we uh, did Rose city comic-con, which was really, really cool. Uh, We got to meet the screencast, the original screencast. We got to meet Neff Campbell, Skeet O'Reilly. Matthew Lillard was like standing right behind me. almost freaked out. And Jamie Kennedy um, were there pictures with them had a great time no sorry that was at emerald city comic con sorry then uh, i also got to cover that as press as well as rose city comic con which was really really cool and we also went to disneyland this year disneyland's always fun we went during the biggest storm of the century in california and we got to meet christian in the flesh in person he picked us up from the airport at midnight um and that was just really really cool that was an awesome experience Getting to meet him and like like actually meet him face to face, which is really cool. Hang out a little bit. We hung out at the park for a little bit after that, or the next day, Uh, or was it? It was the Monday or whatever. I can't remember. That was a blast. That was so much fun. And of course, getting to hang out with Nick and Yam the whole year. We had our get togethers. It was a lot of fun. Our Oscar party is probably the highlight of my year, to be honest. That was so cool. It was a lot of fun. It was really cool to have people locally who can celebrate that with, which I'd never honestly, I never had it before. And that yeah. really, really meant a lot to me that you guys came over and we had a blast and we made some chili watch some Oscars.
0: Fantastic.
1: It was a good time, man. And for next year, personally, I'm pretty sure me and Eli are on the same page mm. here. I'm really excited for Deadpool three. Not mm. going to lie. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Bring back, back on the big screen. Yep. Uh, I think Bring I'm very Hugh Jackman back to life. He did. He did. And then the first Deadpool movie in the MCU. So I'm very curious how it's all going to, what they're going to do. It looks like it's just going to be complete chaos and I'm ready for it. So I just hope it doesn't turn into a multiverse, like, cameo fest which it seems like it might but um hopefully if they do some funny stuff with it it could work so um
2: so did you
1: have anything you wanted to add anything we did this year anything you're looking forward to next year
2: I met one of my favorite artists at uh, Emerald City. You did.
1: That's right. Who was it again? Amelie. Amelie. She's a, she's a singer. She does a lot of anime stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was really sweet. She was really nice. We we got to talk to her. And she wasn't even concerned about us buying anything. Like, she just started chatting with us. And we did end up buying a CD, and she signed it and everything for him. Um, CD, what's that? I know a lot of people don't use those <laughs> anymore. He doesn't even have anything to play it on. Um, oh. But uh, you do. You have the car stereo. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Nickish Christian, whatever one of you guys want to go next. You guys want to just take it away with cool things you've done and, and something. Um,
0: Yeah, I'll go. (laughs) Ha ha. Take that. Uh. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's kind of the same thing as you, Kevin. I really um, enjoyed our Oscar party. I did a lot of, like, enrichment, uh, self-enrichment this year. I did a lot of, like, walking. I did a lot of expanding my horizons. I tried a lot of new foods. I went to a lot of new places. Uh, I did a lot of adventuring this year, you know? I listened to more new albums than I think I ever had in a single year, just trying to explore all these different artists' discographies. Mm -hmm. I watched documentaries. I did a lot of self-education, you know, getting a lot Mm -hmm. more into, like, history this year archaeology this year was really cool for me um but yeah big one was like seeing a lot of movies that usually i wait for the oscars to see um this year we did our oscars party and i got to go to the oscar shorts you know viewing at the Mm -hmm. movie theater i'd never done that before it was a great experience got to hang out with Kevin talk about all this stuff and like I've never like physically surrounded myself with this kind of thing so that was like a really cool yeah. experience to have people around to actually talk to about that um that's yeah, awesome no, was probably one of my favorite years for media in a long time which is really funny cuz half of it was during the strike
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know right no 100% man no that's awesome dude i'm so happy to hear about yeah self you know enhancement and and kind of getting yourself out there and exploring and stuff and i think that's really really cool um keep it up in the new year man i mean i'm really excited to see where the new year takes all of us uh christian what about you what did you um, do Are you yeah for- it's
3: a lot like like nick said it was a lot of um kind of getting i i think this year was a lot of me trying to rebuild um i i don't know it's really personal I, i've gone no, through a, a breakup this year you know what i mean we were together for like 11 years so it's mm-hmm. me kind of reforging like what my life is going to be on my own um and then kind of just rediscovering like what it is that i want out of life and like what i want to do and who i am um and so it, it's, it's been uh, like fun, you know, especially like Nick and Yam meeting you guys this year has been a blast and like getting to know mm-hmm. you guys a little bit more, obviously like Kevin and the family uh, getting to spend time with you guys and meeting yeah. in person has been great. Um, yeah. I've been doing a lot of like exploring to um, trying to hone my skills, like get back into drawing again. Um, so thank you. Shout Me out too. to like the LA figure drawing community. Uh, you guys are so cool for like ingratiating me and like like just being so welcoming and warm and inviting um so to all of you guys, to all the artists and all the models and the friends and everybody I've met this year, um cheers, let's fucking kill it next year. Uh, yes. it's gonna be awesome um and yeah i I think it's just it's it's been a, a really, really crazy year, and I still am I'm
1: excited to to more growth
3: uh next year. Cool.
1: That's awesome to hear. Oh, uh, both of you guys, what are you guys excited for? Anything next year? Movies, TV shows, video games, albums? Anything? Is there, is there anything that kind of stands out to you right now that you could think of on the top of your head that you're looking forward to?
0: Um, I'm excited for Hades, 2. Oh, oh, yes,
2: I got to finish that.
0: coming out, hopefully. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I know that they're looking at later in the year, but we'll see. Uh, you
2: Take know. We appreciate. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm excited for some shit I've got going on, but I'm going to play that close Whoa. to the chest. So y'all will mm. see about that later. Ooh, <laughs> you
1: can tell us off air.
3: Yeah. Off
1: air yeah. this
2: fancy,
3: fancy show.
1: All right. Well, that's our show, everyone. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for checking us out. Um, again, by the time this episode comes out, it's going to be the new year. So I hope you all had a happy new year and 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 just go out there, chase your dreams, do some really cool stuff. Um, be nice to people let's make 2024 an awesome year um and let's uh spread love and happiness and joy and all that hippie dippy remember stuff. the
2: golden rule it's, treat people how you want to be treated
1: exactly exactly um yeah thank you all for checking out the show you all have a good day have a good night and as always stay nerdy america
2: bye-bye